I know that's always to me very dramatic. <laughs> I, love it. I know, I know. I kind of have fun with it. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Studio, where we talk about real life outside of those studio doors, outside of the gym, outside of the medical office. This is real life, real life topics. And I can tell you today, my guest, who I'm so honored and grateful to have here, I'm already getting teary-eyed thinking about it, and we were just having this conversation and I'm highly emotional, is her, she's coming forward with her story. And it's a story that you're going to want to lean in and listen closely because what she has turned, what many would consider tragic she's turned into something so beautiful and i'm so honored to have you Brittany sorkowski from alberta and welcome welcome and i'm going to pass it over to you and i can't wait to hear the real story too i really don't know all the details so welcome Brittany. i'm so grateful to have you here I am so excited to be here today. Um, I It's my privilege to be here and to share uh, a little bit about what my story is. So uh, quick background, I'm not gonna go into like the whole medical details of everything, but I, uh, in 20, 20, oh my goodness, what year are we in? We're in 23, so 2021, our Canadian Thanksgiving, I got pregnant with what would be our unexpected surprise third child. He decided he was going to make his appearance, whether we were ready for him or not. And he was born on Canada Day. So on Canada Day of 2022, uh, we got to welcome our son, Bo. And Bo was born perfectly healthy. So I had a super normal pregnancy. Everything was normal, except being labeled geriatric, which just irked me. <laughs> I was like, I'm 35. I'm not that old. <laughs> and so uh, when Bo was born, uh, he was given a clean bill of health. We get uh, ready to go home from the hospital and the nurse is like, there's something just not quite right. I want to keep him for observation. So we're like, okay, we'll just spend the night. Like it was of no big concern. Now that was at about 10 o'clock at night by two o'clock in the morning, Bo was on full life support being transported to, uh, let's say the, it's the Stollery Children's Hospital. You guys may not know what the Stollery Children's Hospital is, but it's a mega children's hospital. So we were uh, in an ambulance on our way to the Stollery Children's Hospital. Um, once we got to the hospital, they started they thought he had a respiratory issue. So they started to check out his lungs. They sent him for a CT scan. And then it was seven o'clock in the morning. And in these rooms, they have like glass walls. So like the nurses are outside, you're inside. We're all like in the full garb. Like it's like Grand Central Station, thanks to COVID. And the neurosurgeon standing outside of the room. And I go, oh crap. This neurosurgeon is the same neurosurgeon that operated on our six-year-old when he was 12 weeks old. So my brain goes, I know you. I don't want to know you again. <laughs> so he walks in the room and he goes, can you take down your masks? And we pull down our masks and he's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it's you guys. And I was like, I can't believe it's us either. What's going on? 
So he takes out, us outside the room and tells us and shows us the scans of Bo's head. And we discovered that he had almost two and a half cups of blood in his brain. So sometime between being born and that two o'clock, something happened. We have no idea um, what happened. It is chalked up to medical mystery, but he had two and a half cups on his spinal cord and on the brain stem. And so he told us that Bo had 2% chance of survival. Pray, nothing much else we can do for the first 24 hours. Bo survived the first 24 hours. And he's like, okay, you guys have warrior children because uh, our Gage, our six-year-old, he only had a 50% chance of survival in his neurosurgery. And then Bo comes in with a 2% chance of survival and he survives. So I'm like, okay, we, we make them tough. <laughs> they, they can survive. And so uh, Bo survived his first 24 hours. He went in for his first emergency neurosurgery. Um, inside of that surgery, they removed a piece of the blood clot to the best of their ability. And then they inserted something called a reservoir so they could manage the pressure inside of Bo's brain. Uh, so Bo came out of that surgery, uh, was on life support for the first seven days of his life, and then uh, defied all odds and got off breathing machines, uh, started breastfeeding, like enough that the NICU was like, what, what, I don't understand what happened. Like this child should not be here. So uh, we were discharged when Bo was two weeks old and we got to go home. We were home for a week and Bo started leaking CSF fluid. And so I'm like, this is not good. So we go into the doctor, the doctor's like, oh, this real problem. I'm like, yeah, real problem. <laughs> like This is not supposed to be happening. Uh, so we go into the hospital. They admit us again. Bo has his second uh, neurosurgery where they install a shunt and he gets an official diagnosis of hydrocephalus. So they diagnose him with hydrocephalus. They put in a shunt. We were in the hospital for about a week. Uh, we get discharged again. We're home. Uh, then the following Thursday, we get to go for uh, CAT scan and like all the gamut of see how the shunt's working. And they give Bo, uh, bring, the blood clot is like 98% gone. The shunt is working. Like everything that shouldn't have happened, happened. And they have no words for it. They're like literally medical mystery that he had a brain bleed, medical mystery that he survived the brain bleed. Um, and then, so that was on the Thursday before. And then on the Monday morning, uh, Bo's heart stopped. And so, so my husband revived him and he lived 48 hours. So on Monday morning, his heart stopped for no reason. Um, and on Tuesday night, we said goodbye. And it was the most peaceful experience I've ever had in my entire life. And it was such a gift from Bo. Because in that moment, we had our, all of our children together. We were able to be with him. It was God-filled, love-filled, peace-filled, just absolutely one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. But... In that moment, I realized every single thing we had been prioritizing 
we were wrong. Like we had all of our priorities wrong. I would give anything to go back and be able to have that moment last forever. As hard as that moment was, I'm like, I would do anything to have that moment last forever. But it was also a moment where I realized that's what love is. And that's what so many people don't have the privilege of experiencing. But, and I'll never forget, we had a nurse named MJ and Michelle. And I'm six feet tall and Michelle's probably like four foot 11. <laughs> and she's like, can I give you a hug? I'm like, you're the same size as my 12 year old. Like, but they were so kind and so compassionate. And that moment really was the moment where like my life will never be the same from that moment forward. But it also caused us to make a lot of decisions on how we're going to live our lives. And having lost a child, are we going to become victims? Are we going to become the forever grievers? Or are we going to take this, like, to me, a baby's life is joy. Like, he committed no sin. He had nothing that didn't welcome him into a beautiful space. And so I look at it going like, he was a baby and his life's not going to represent the sadness. He was a warrior. He survived more than most people survive in their whole lives in his five weeks. He was loved. He felt safe. I was like, that's what I want people to experience in their own lives. And so my husband and I made a commitment that Bo's life is not going to be one of sadness and more and permanent mourning mm -hmm. but it's going to be one that reminds people that it's joy mm -hmm. and i love my my little guy gage he just said he's like bo's light was too bright for his body Aww. and i feel like he just summed it up so perfectly and then i look at it going like even the fact we named him bo so this is a side but uh i was probably 38 weeks pregnant and I'm in the shower and you know, when you're 38 weeks pregnant, like you're like, everything's work. <laughs> Huge download. And I hear like clear as day. My name is Bo. And I was like, Oh, daddy's not going to like that one. <laughs> we were going in a way different direction. And so I shared it with my husband and he's like, oh, I'm not a big fan of that name. And then when he was born, he's like, goodness his name's Bo and I'm like I know I was su supposed to tell you that and I'm glad you got that for yourself but then it was about six weeks after he passed away and Gage comes to me and he's got like this giant red boat you know like you put on top of presents like Christmas presents yeah. and he hands it to me he goes mom look we always have a bow on our present <gasps> Gosh, I love him. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that is how I'm going to live my life. We have a bow on our present. And I'm not going to live in the future in anxiety. And I'm not going to live in the past in sadness and in grief. I'm going to live in the present. And I have the privilege of being a mom to three amazing children. And that is it's even more of a privilege to be an earth mom and an angel mom. Like, that's not a privilege that's given to a lot of humans and so I look at it as a huge privilege so yeah. that's the story of my sweet bow and how um, we're here today thank you thank you for sharing that amazing story and we had a conversation last week 
and you shared something that has still you know stayed with me that was powerful and there were the two statements that really changed your whole thinking around Bo and the loss of him I do you mind sharing that because I just found that Can you share it because you got to remind me you <laughs> shared that there were two statements that changed your and there was a book I believe or something that oh, you the were book shattered shattered yeah yes uh so shattered surviving child loss if anybody is going through child loss or has gone through child loss i highly recommend the book shattered um the one of the biggest statements for me was uh actually the doctor who was Bo's pediatrician shared with me that losing a child is a life sentence and you get to choose your life sentence so one is you are going to live chronically in pain and the other is you get to live chronically in pain and blessing others. And he's like, you have, you're, you have a life sentence. There's no, there's no way about it. And now you get to choose what you're going to do with it. And I just remember sitting in his office and his office has full of pictures of all the children that have passed away that he's ever looked after. So we're sitting in this office with all of these faces looking at us and he's sharing these words with me. And I'm just like, man, like this is not, this is something that we will forever be a parent of a child that we've lost, but we get to choose what we're going to do with that. And for me, I want it to be to help others and whether or not that's understanding, you can overcome huge obstacles. Um, in our, on our fridge, it says you survived hundred percent of your worst days and we have, and so have you, everybody survived a hundred percent of their worst days. And, so taking these nuggets and rolling forward with them really allows me, A, to pay unbelievable tribute to Bo, but also to be able to share with others that it may feel like really, really hard right now, mm -hmm. but hard doesn't mean bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that we have to remember. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful. And it's so true. And I know that we've had conversations around, you know, other ways that we experience loss and we so often discount it or we ignore it or we avoid it for the sake that it is painful or even having conversations around something considered tragic and I'm sure you've experienced it where someone's going, oh, I don't know what to say here. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. This makes me really. And, and you know, we've all experienced that on some, you know, level. And what I just adore about you and Bo working together here is spreading conversation around that, you know, this uncomfortable topic that is around joy. And it is joy and I feel both light and I really just got to know you and I feel his light is what, you know, brought us through this, you know, dynamic, you know, uh, social platform <laughs> yes. to, to spread this message. And, you know, it's, we all experience grief on mm -hmm. some level, always, you know, I, kind of put grief and trauma, you know, we all have trauma in our life mm -hmm. is, and, and many of us choose to ignore it or turn our backs to it, where bringing it forward is one of the healthiest things that you can do. 
feeling the tears, experiencing the tears. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that story and showing real life. And that's what, you know, we are here to bring real life to all of you listening. So I just am grateful, so grateful. And you have two other children Mm -hmm. and you were just sharing uh, what's behind you. So I'll let you, because that made me tear up again. Um, But I'll let you share what is behind you in the corner. You'll have to point it out. I'll have to point it out. It's hiding and I moved my camera by accident. So these right here, this is Bo's little memorial that we have. So we have Bo's picture and then we have his handprints, his footprints. Um, What else did the, the hospital did such an exceptional job. So they gave us all of these things to treasure those final 24 hours we had with him and then my son Gage he had to wear a helmet because he had neurosurgery when he was 12 weeks old and so these are his helmets and so he leaves little gifts for Bo at his little memorial thing so here he brought him his helmets and then downstairs he took him his little shoes I saw the other day and I just I think it's beautiful to allow the process of letting go to happen organically for each human. And it's going to look different. Like my husband doesn't grieve the same way I grieve. My son doesn't grieve the same way as my daughter. And so often siblings are the forgotten grievers, but they, I also think of like your statement of, we all grieve in some way. And my grandma said it to me best. She goes, the only thing you can guarantee you're gonna get better at as you age is grieving. Like we just, we're going to experience more of it. It's just fact. And like grandma's 83, like she's been around the block. She knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Yeah. But I look at the fact that like we went through an exceptional season of grief and are going through it a season of grief, but the skill sets that we've learned really apply to all loss. It applies to job loss. It applies to marriage loss. It applies to um, losing a home, losing, we go through these seasons And nobody talks about the ugly stuff. And it's not even ugly. Like, I view it as like gardens from graves. Like, it's a beautiful experience to go through. And when people lose something, that means there's room for something new to come in. And that isn't a negative. And that's something like, for us, I would give anything to have a baby here. But I also am not going to sit here and dwell that I don't have a baby here. I'm going to take his message and carry it forward. And that's something like, you can do that with all the your areas of your life, but we have to get rid of the shame, the blame, the guilt, the um, that low vibration stuff that just happens. And I'm like, man, we all have shame. We all have blame. We all have negative self-talk. Those are all things we all deal with. So if we can just start opening these conversations and if Bo's story helps somebody realize, like you survive 100% of your worst days. That is an amazing gift to give somebody today. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And and experiencing the tears and experiencing the process, honor the process, open up to it versus being, you know, even those topics that maybe you think, oh, I lost my job or I'm transitioning into or, or empty nesters. That's another mm-hmm. loss that I have experienced and I've heard so many is like, but grieve over it, experience that and, and give it the time it needs versus saying, well, put on your big girl pants and just suck it up. Yeah. 
yeah, <laughs> suppressing it is only going to make it worse as in anything. So coming forward and having conversations about it and being open and, and being vulnerable, as we know, in almost anything helps us process through any difficult situation. And that, in my view, is just the key to unlocking your overall health and well-being, your happiness, whatever your desire is from this physical body is going to happen, as you just said, and I was thinking about this earlier, how we vibrate and it's vibrating from within versus trying to seek something from the X outside of us. It's like that will never work. We see that all the time. And even in this grieving process, if we're constantly latching onto or attaching to the next, you know, book or the next whatever, it really starts with that vibration within. And I truly feel Bo's vibration in you. And yeah, and just helping you come forward with helping so many people with your beautiful message. And I just am grateful again to have you here. That's awesome. Yeah. So thank you. If there's anything lasting is like if someone would like to reach out to you who may be grieving um, and would like to get in touch with you, what would be the best way? And are you open to that? I'm super open to it. I actually love the old school. Uh, send me an email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I and feel like grief is such a personal thing. Like this is not something that's like meant it, and it's something that is personal yet everybody experiences. And so um, I can, do you want me just to give you my verbal? Yeah, email? I'm going to type it right now. I should have done this before we even got on, but it's we're, good. we're transparent. We're, we're very organic yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the desk of Brett at gmail.com. Uh, Brett at gmail.com. Yeah. And everybody, you can just, yeah, get in touch with, do you go by Brett? I, it's, it's a 50-50 split. So I introduce myself as Brittany and everybody starts calling me Brittany and then they get to know me and I turn into Brett. <laughs> okay. I love it. <laughs> so I'm like, I just kind of go, whatever you're comfortable, I'm fine either way. Okay. And is that right? The desk you're of correct. Brett. Yeah. The desk of Brett at gmail.com uh, for anyone that would just like to get in touch with Brittany, you know, whether it's over a grieving process that you're going through or just in general, if you would like to reach out, she's a light, she's a gift. And uh, when we met, you were playing in the park with your other two children, sharing how your entire outlook on life changed through Bo. And what a gift that is for everyone to learn how we slow down and we stop and appreciate the here and now being present. Mm -hmm. And you were doing that so beautifully with your kids that day in the park. And, you know, they showed me their cat and they were just <laughs> <laughs> um, just experiencing life. And that is real life. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you, Bo, for bringing your gift to us. Mm -hmm. and through your mom and we're just so grateful that's when I get teary-eyed I'm like <laughs> um because it is such a light and gift that we all can use we all can use it um so and the world we, needs it like the world's hurting right now like that's one thing I look at like through COVID and what we've all been through in the last three years yeah everybody has been affected no matter how you want to cut the cookie and so just that little bit of light that one percent that extra in your world today is a privilege to be able to share with you 
Yeah, no, it is. And I appreciate you. I look forward to continued conversations with you and sharing this light, sharing this message. And I just, again, thank you so much. Everybody get in touch with Brittany. Uh, she is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.